do 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 Hello guys and welcome to Fit Versus Fat. I'm your host Kayla Logis. My co-host Sierra is on the loose right now. Uh, she's got a lot going on so we're going to be patient with her but we're still going to make sure that you guys are getting a podcast every week. Um, so before getting into everything, I want to talk about leaving us a review. So leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to us and you will get a shout out at the end of every single podcast. We love to shout out our reviews and we love those that support us. Also, we do a story at the end of every podcast where we read your guys's emails. So you can send us an email in with a funny story, a sad story, a story about your friend, your fitness journey, whatever it is, fitness and health related. We would love to hear it and we want to share it with everyone. So send that into fit versus fat podcast at gmail.com. So catching up on what's been going on with my life, Kayla, where have you been? All of that stuff. Um, so I did recently have a friend pass away. It was my brother's best friend. So me mentally have not, I've not been in the best place. Um, if you guys have gone through anything like this before, you completely understand and you know where I'm coming from. Um, so bear with me. That is why we did not have a podcast go up last week. Uh, Sierra also has a loss on her side. So there's a ton going on and we just want you guys to be as patient with us as you can. Keep us in your prayers and make sure that you're thinking about us and Hopefully you guys are having good things happening in your life. And if you're not, let us know too, so we can keep you guys in our prayers. So um, I also picked up another job, you know, a lot going on. Business is running a little slow right now. So to keep money flowing and to keep us happy and be able to eat because we live to eat, I need to pick up another job. So I picked up another job and so did Dan. So that's another thing that's going on and taking time away from me. And then I will be flying home this weekend and being able to see family and go to the service um, of Jake and all that. So yeah, happy to go home, happy to be with family and all those good things, good vibes and that. So my random question for this podcast is a real, I mean, it could be a deep one, but it's something that I go through and I know every single human on this planet goes through. But why do humans care so much about what others think? Like why? Truly, why do we do it? Like I said, I'm guilty of it. Um, certain aspects of my life, I have gotten better in it, but there are still parts of my day where I think, oh, well, what if this person saw me do this? Well, it doesn't really matter, right? Is that person going to have a full effect on my life? Because no, it's just, it's a weird question, but it is something that we all struggle with. So think about that. If you have an answer, shoot us a DM on Instagram, shoot me a DM personally, whatever it is. I want to know what your guys' answer to that is. So today's topic, it's all about me. So you guys get to listen to this whole podcast about me. So if you don't want to listen to it about my fitness story um, and what brought me into the fitness and health world, then feel free to leave because you're going to be hearing for the next however long this takes for me to tell this story all about me. So let's break it down. Um, it all started with sports, I would say. So growing up, I played soccer. I also skateboarded. So I was a big old tomboy. So shouts out to all those tomboys that are listening to this because I know what your life is like and I lived it and I'm still living it. So skateboarding was a huge part of my life. Um, a reason I have absolutely horrible ankles to this day. 
I could think I can thank skateboarding for that, and probably you guys can too. Your shins are probably banged up just like mine, um, but I'm proud of it and I'm happy of it. It was a part of my life that was just fun, free, and I still, till this day, carry a skateboard in the back of my trunk at all times. So if you see me and you want to challenge me to a game of skate, let's go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> um, but soccer and skateboarding, those are my two main things when I was growing up. I had two older brothers and they always kept me on my toes, kept me, you know, challenging me, competing with me and whatever it was that I was doing. And I felt like I had to be at a higher level because I was the only girl having two older brothers. So that's kind of where I started and came from. Um, What happened was I loved soccer, everything about it. I was actually getting recruited to this, um, like, it was kind of like a, a league for, I don't know what they call it, but a league that everyone can join in. But then from that league, you can get into a higher league. And I was like seven or something. And and they wanted me to be on the higher league, but my dad didn't sign me up. Um, so from there I didn't play soccer anymore. And I fell in love with basketball. Um, it was just something simple and easy and all my friends were doing it and you see everyone playing on the street or whatever. So I fell in love with that and my competition started to build in that. And I played all the way up until my sophomore or junior year of high school, I believe. Um, I had a coach that I just did not get along with. I don't remember the whole entire story, but I know that there was some issues with that. And I was used and made an example um, for the rest of the team not to do if that makes sense. But I was made the example and then I got kicked off the team and left the team and never went back to it. Um, So that was that. Again, I really don't remember that story. Maybe my mom does. And if she does, I can ask and I can tell you guys. (laughs) But from there, I... um, I got recruited to play soccer. So I did play soccer and basketball at the same time um, during high school. I started playing soccer my freshman year uh, of high school, and we had a brand new school. So it was a brand new four-year school. We were the first people, and I was the first student to go through that school for a full four years. They ended up bringing some... um, people who were a year ahead of us. So they ended up being sophomores. They brought them from a local school and they brought them into my school. I went to Lincoln Way West High School in New Lenox, Illinois. Shout out to any of you guys that went to that school or know of that school that are listening to this. Um, So we were still not the oldest people in the high school, right? Because we had sophomores above us that came over from another school, but it was a whole new school, whole new teams. You know, we didn't have a huge like feed of people to pick from. So the more people you have going to a school, usually the better the team because there's more talent, right? So we did not have a lot of people going to the school. There was a bunch of wings in the brand new high school that weren't even full at all. The lockers were just completely empty. No one really went down the hallways. So that being said, um, our coach was looking for a goalie. And um, I obviously played basketball at the time. I was good with my hands and I had a good vertical. So I got picked and I said, sure, you know, I used to play soccer and um, I played all over the place when I was little. Obviously, they don't have like good positions for you when you're tiny. They just throw you in places. So, uh, yeah, I was like, sure, I'll do it. (laughs) So um, from there, I played soccer, fell in love with it, had an amazing team, um, an awesome coach where he was almost like a father figure to me because we would butt heads. But, you know, he was always right in the end. So amazing coach and amazing um, mentor for me going through high school. And um, I played soccer from there. 
until I graduated college. So I ended up going to college and playing soccer as well at Millican University in good old Decatur, Illinois. It is a smaller school, but going to a smaller high school, I wanted to continue that small vibe and not walk through campus and see 50 new faces every day. Not a fan of it at all. So um, yeah, I went to a smaller college. It was Division three, and had the absolute time of my life met people that will be in my life forever. So super grateful for that. And and to those that got the chance to carry a sport and go into college and play that sport, you know exactly what I'm saying and you know exactly how I feel because it is an amazing experience like like anything else, traveling with your friends and experiencing all those things together. It's, it's unreal. So if you're listening to this and you get the chance to play a sport in college, I highly encourage you to do it. Um, you will not regret it at all. So I just went off on a little tangent, but that's okay. Played soccer until I graduated in May of 2017. That is absolutely insane to think that how long ago that was because it feels like I just graduated. It feels like I just stopped playing soccer. Like, But here we are. I'm living in now Atlanta, Georgia in my own apartment. Um, so crazy to think. So time flies. But uh, from there... Um, let's talk about more of, so that's like my whole like sport side, right? Now I'm going to go into more like the fitness side during those time periods in my life. So in high school, I played, um, when you play a varsity sport, your coach wants you to be in, I think it was sports performance or sports enhancement or something like that. I've talked about this in past podcasts and I still clearly can't remember it. Um, but I believe that's what it was called. So it's basically like a more strict weightlifting class versus you going to gym and then like playing kickball with your friends, right? Or walking around the track. That's like what a typical gym was. Instead, sports enhancement or performance, whatever the F it was called, you would go in, you had a straight, like a straight lifting program. Here's your lift for today and you would do it. So like soccer girls had a certain program, basketball had a program, like whatever sport you're in you have a program. Um, so that's what we were required to be in. So that gave me my like first foundation of what a lifting program was, how to squat, how to bench, how to deadlift, right? All those big core lifts I started learning in high school. So that's what built the biggest foundation for me. Did I really understand what I was doing and how much was going on? I don't think I did. Um, I've had like five concussions since soccer. So bear with me because I really don't remember too much of this stuff. Um, I could be making some of this up, honestly. A lot of your memories are made up anyways. So bear with me. Um, but it, you had, that's where my core was built, right? So some of you, if you had that, you probably would feel the same way. If you didn't, maybe you didn't have that at all. Um, so I'm super blessed for having that because going into college, I already knew core lifts. I knew what I needed to do. I could read a whole whole sheet of a lifting program and know, okay, I know what that movement is. I know I need to be, you know, my back needs to be flat, my core tight, whatever, right? Specific little things like that. So moving into um, college, well, actually, before I get into college, excuse me, my off season during high school, I always struggled to train. Okay, so at this point in my life, I don't think any of my brothers were living with me anymore. Yeah, they weren't. So it was just me and my mom and she was always working. So I didn't, I was usually always alone. 
So I never really like motivated myself. I never had anyone really to keep me accountable. Um, and so my off seasons were just not, they weren't good. Like if someone was like, Hey, we're going to go play pickup soccer. Great. Like I would go do that. But if someone was like, Hey, you're going to go run a mile. I didn't have anyone to tell me that, or I didn't have anyone to show me how to train or anything like that. So my high school off season was super rough. Um, I really wish I had the knowledge that I have now because I think I would have been a way better player and I probably got to gotten to a way better college, but right. That's why we learn. We go through life. It is what it is. So moving on to college lifting, this is when it became more strict. So our athletic trainer was our strength and conditioning coach. Um, shout out to Mo Crabtree. I love you. He was a big mentor for me throughout college in athletic training, education, and the whole fitness aspect of things. So um, you usually tend to have like a specific coach for this. So they program everything out. They say, this is what you're doing on this day. You usually end up meeting within a certain time frame with your team or whatever. Every school's probably different, but we would meet, you know, in the mornings or at nights. Um, I think it was split into different like groups and teams or I don't remember, but you would go lift with your team and you had a specific plan. Okay. Um, for in season and off season. So you are lifting like that whole entire time and someone is kind of like keeping you accountable. Now, when you go home over the summer, you're left with, you leave with a packet and the packet says, this is what you're doing. Here's all the shit you should be doing over the summer. Here's a basic underlying of what you should eat and how you should eat. And again, I did not have the best off season still alone. Um, a couple of my summers were spent in Florida and I was working at a restaurant. So I didn't, I just, I found every excuse in the world not to train super hard. And then I would give myself the last two weeks and I would be like working my ass off. Cause I know that conditioning is going to suck if I'm not conditioned when I come in. So, <clears throat> so that was a big struggle for me. I think that if my off seasons in high school and college were better and I had an actual coach to keep me accountable that I would do a lot better. Max, back up, back up. Sorry, I'm recording on my couch and both the cats are surrounding me right now. I feel like I'm going to be attacked. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So off season, no bueno. And in season, again, we had lifting and all of that. And you have your, your practices that where you're running and it's all scheduled and blah, blah, blah. Right. So, um, after that, when that all finished up and, and during this whole period, my eating, going back to high school, eating was crap, right? Again, my mom was always working. So let's talk about mac and cheese and grilled cheese, anything instant and anything frozen. That is what I ate. And that is what my mom bought. It was cheap. Um, we weren't well off in any way. We were struggling too. So I just ate whatever was there. So I never really had a total understanding of what nutrition was. And then going into college, um, obviously I was learning about nutrition, but I didn't put it, like I understood it, but I wasn't putting it into my life, right? So I wasn't actually utilizing it at all. And when you're living in your own house, eating healthy really doesn't sound fun when you're in college. You're with your roommates, someone's got a car, and there's a drive through like I'm sorry, but like all bets were off for me in college. I just did not, I did not follow any guideline or at all. Um, so 
to those that do follow something more strict and you are in college, heck yes to you. I see way more people doing it now, but when I was in college, I didn't really know, I didn't really follow any fitness or whatever. Like all I knew was like Kayla Itzness, but I didn't follow that closely at all. And and her aspect was more of like a workout side than it was an eating healthy side. So I never had any total guidance on that, um, nor did I freaking follow anything. Um, So yeah, from there, soccer finished up and um, I fell off. I didn't like do anything. I fled from the gym or anything health related. I think this is a hard part and I think every athlete probably goes through this, but no one teaches you what comes after like athletics are taken out of your life. I think that's such a hard struggle and um, it could be depressing. And when you take a big part of your life out and the girls and all that away from you, you can fall off. And so I fell off and I just, I had a lot of downfalls from there and I followed a couple rough paths and I had fallouts in relationships. I had horrible eating habits. I uh, wasn't exercising anymore. I started pushing loved ones, uh, friends, everything away and falling into other parts of my life that I didn't fall into before. So I would take that whole thing as like a learning phase and um, me kind of needing to check my shit. And from there, it wasn't until like seven to eight months after I graduated college that I found the gym again. And um, I was at home. I had a personal training certification from school. So I went out and got a job at Export Fitness in Bolingbrook, Illinois. And I was super like clueless as to gym equipment and like 100% what I was doing. But I had a great understanding of the body um, thanks to years of human anatomy in college or in high school and college. So that was a good understanding. But gym wise, I was like not caught up to date at all. (laughs) So yeah, Um, from there, I really started to learn more about the gym because now I'm working in the gym. I'm, you know, calling leads, trying to get clients, and um, I started to become obsessed with it. So from there, I I didn't want to miss a day, and I didn't really miss a day. Uh, I became good friends with a couple of the trainers that worked there, and that's when I met Dan. And Dan opened me up into an entire different world of, like, what I should be doing and um, how I should be doing it. So he led me into this whole like nutritional side, programming side that I didn't know too much about, nor did I have too much of an influence to help me with. So within eight months, I went from 150 pounds to like 138-ish pounds, and I gained a ton of muscle mass. Um, My results were absolutely insane. My mom was like, you're gaining too much muscle. Like, shut up, mom. But it it was massive how, how much I changed over the eight months and I just became obsessed with it. The fact that I could do that in my own life from eating a more balanced lifestyle and working out every day, like I'm sold. I was hundred percent sold on it and I was obsessed with it. So my um, progress picture is somewhere on my Instagram, uh, but I'll post it to the fit versus fat story so you guys can see it. It was absolutely unreal. 
from there, the rest is really history. Um, that was about a year and a half ago uh, since that eight-month transformation. And today I'm sitting at about 142 pounds, roughly like 23, 24% body fat, and I'm looking to add more muscle. So I like where I'm sitting. Um, my goals are to find a better eating lifestyle, something with more balance, um, and something that I cannot always have these like crazy cravings and then give in to like a horrible extent, but a lifestyle where I can like indulge, but also control myself. I don't always have the best control still. And I know there's a lot of people out there that don't. So that's something that I'm working on, but those are my goals are to find the best like body and feel the best, um, and, and eat a healthy balanced lifestyle. So something I'm still working at and something that I'm doing, but I still have my fallouts just like everybody does. So yeah, that's like, that's my whole story. That's where I fell into fitness and health and it all really started with sports. And I think a lot of people's stories start with sports where they played sports at some point and they fell off and then they fell in love with the gym. So my biggest thing out of all of this is like people don't people see like what I look like now and they're like I want to look like that but they don't look at how long it took to look like that right um the people that you're looking at now have put in years and years of work in so you also have to put those years and years of work in to get where you want and you're not going to look just like that person you're going to look like the best version of yourself. And you don't know what that looks like until you get there. So be patient with yourself. Um, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have bad weeks. Hell, you're going to have a bad month, right? But if you continue to go forward, then guess what? You're continuing to step towards that goal. Um, the people that just stop everything, those are the people that never reach that. But if you stop one thing and then you get back on track, you're continuing to move forward. And that's amazing. And you should be rewarding yourself and you should be happy with yourself and not beating yourself up. So when you have a fallout, give yourself that fallout and then get back into it. Don't just say, well, I messed up and now I'm messed up for the rest of the year. No, don't do that to yourself. You're only hurting yourself. So yeah, be patient. Understand that it won't happen overnight and, and understand that you have to work day in and day out. And I hope that my story and, and everything that I went through and where I came from and all my background can help you and hopefully give you an understanding of what it takes. And it hopefully can help you to slow down and, and be there and understand your process and progress and, and educate yourself and, and all of that. Or find someone who can help educate you. Whatever it is that's going to help you do it, don't be afraid to ask for somebody else's help or guidance. So that's my whole story. If you guys have any questions, thoughts, concerns, whatever it is about my story, let me know. Shoot me a DM um, or send us an email, a snail mail. <laughs> You'll probably shoot me a DM. Okay. Um, yeah, that's my story. So going into the weekly email, well, guess what, guys? We sadly don't have another weekly email. So if you're listening to this um, and you haven't sent a story in, please go ahead and do so. I want to share everyone's story. You know, I think that it's super important, whether it's a healthy story, it was a, a, a bad fallout with your health and nutrition or somebody else's in your life. Again, send those in. We want to share. I want to connect with you guys and I want to share it so everybody else can connect with you as well. And feel like they're not alone. Um, so send those into 
fit vs fat podcast at gmail.com that we can read that on next week's podcast so now we have the review of the week and the review of the week is from jenna mayer and i freaking love this girl i met her on ins before i read her review i met her on instagram and we still have never met in person but we're like best friends. So you guys have all probably met a best friend on Instagram and you're, you've never met and it's the weirdest relationship, but it's the best relationship. This is Jenna. <laughs> so her uh, heading says, Kayla and Sierra are my BFF, dot, dot, dot. I'm here for it. It says, this podcast is so real and straightforward, I can't get enough. Kayla and Sierra's personalities mesh so well and they make me genuinely how the kids say, wait, Oh, <laughs> it, that, I am really good at English, obviously. they I am doing great. <laughs> Kayla and Sierra's personalities mesh so well, and they make me genuinely how the kids say, LOL. Okay, good, got it. It's that kick in the butt most people need to get going and find their motivation. Listen and enjoy. Not enjoying isn't an option. And then a bunch of emojis. Wow. I'm here for it. That was really good, because if someone reads that review, they're going to be like, oh my God, I have to listen to this. <laughs> Thanks, Jenna, for your review. And thank you to everyone that has ever left us a review. And we are looking for more reviews. That was our last review that I just read. So if we don't get any other reviews left, then I don't have any other reviews to read. And then I can't shout you out to everybody. So go ahead and leave us a review. Um, I think some people are having troubles leaving reviews. And the best place to leave it is iTunes. So if you just go to the little like purple icon podcast thingy on your phone and leave a review. That'd be awesome. So I could read it. Show us some love. So thank you to whoever has made it this far and whoever has listened to my entire story and my whole spiel at the end. Um, I hope you guys are having a great week. If you're not, know that it's going to turn around. It will get better. No matter how low life feels or how bad life feels, things have to turn around. I promise you they do. Um, They have for me. They have for others. So know that It's just a process. Trust it. You're going to go through it and you're going to get out of it. All right. Thank you for listening per usual guys and supporting me, supporting Sierra, um, sending good vibes our way as we go through some hardships over the next week. We love you guys. Send your stories in, leave a review and have a great effing week, y'all. Cue the music. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Oh. Mm-mm. Do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do.